Hey guys, welcome to the Guest Life Podcast, episode 19. We have Down to Gwen here talking about interior design. She's from Modern Design Studio, downtown Hamilton, also a good friend. Thanks for having us on board, Dal. Thanks for having me. Um, hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we're up on our YouTube channel now. We're really trying to get some traction, get some followers. Uh, lots of listeners are tuning in. Um, we're so grateful to have such great guests. Again, we're talking about young entrepreneurs from Hamilton giving back to the community. We really want to showcase some of the local talent as well as things that you can do in the industry, how to get involved. So, Dow, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, Dow's a good friend of mine, so there's a little bit of a backdrop. She's also, um, she was, we'll talk about it later, but uh, sharing a space up here at, uh, I guess, Plumbing and Heating up in Ancaster. Um, Dow is the founder and head of design and construction for Modern Design Studio. She's obviously an expert at interior and exterior renovations from residential to commercial design. Um, Dow just launched the experience, um, which she's going to get into. So we're really excited about that. She's a leader in the community. She's won a couple of awards. Um, her passion for creating just amazing spaces is, is just uh, one of a kind. She designed our office, so we're very grateful to have her as well as the set. A um, little bit of the blue touches me, but uh, if anybody, <laughs> that, anybody that knows me know that's... Uh, just a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have an option on that one. So, uh, so yeah, we'll get right into it. So um, one of the reasons that we brought Dow in is cause just kind of bridging that gap between... Um, you, you know, entry level possibilities and telling a little bit of Dow's story. Um, she designed my kitchen at my house and that's, that's actually how we met. And, uh, I was blown away with kind of how you can take a space with nothing, a blank slate and turn it into, to a home, you know, uh, not to get too, uh, too corny with it, but talking about just, you know, creating beautiful spaces where energy flows and, you know, excitement happens and, and Dow just, uh, she's just going to showcase that today. So. Amazing. Wow. I don't, I don't even know what to say. I feel like you've said everything for me. So, I mean, I've, I've watched so many of your podcasts and I feel like that's what everyone says. It's like that opening statement is like, I just, I can leave now. Like, Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. So let's get started with Tell us a little bit about Dow and Modern Design Studio and where you got started. Yeah, so um, I started Modern Design Studio back in 2016. Um, my background is interior design. I graduated from Sheridan College. And then I you know, went right into um, the kitchen and bathroom industry right away. Um, so I was working for you know multiple different builders in the Hamilton and surrounding area, um, also taking on you know private clients, and then finally realizing that you know, there was just so much more purpose in this creative, driven, you know, amazing town that I was like, I need to be a part of that. And how do I do that on my own, um, you know, based off of what I wanted, you know, and so that's, you know, the story behind why it got started. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned, you know, taking a clean slate or, you know, a, a small kitchen like your own, you know, back in 2016, <laughs> you bought this bungalow on Bold Street. I'm sure everyone knows the blue door. <laughs> we talk about blue. Um, 
And it was a tiny kitchen that we made so functional. And I think that that was really where, um, you know, driving small spaces and, you know, just being able to introduce that function into every house or every space, whatever it is, um, that was really the passion for me. Um, and like, of course, dealing with builders as well, like, you know, a high rise where it's like, you know, 600 square feet we're dealing with such small spaces that we believe could be super functional um but because the planning process isn't there and you know everyone's just trying to pump out um pump out you know developments so quickly it's like we really want to be a part of that planning process yeah and then when you find like from interior design um we you know not to knock it because there's a lot of wives out there um, but we feel like a lot of like female touch and also male touch in terms of the difference between say modern, which is obviously in the name, but also uh, talking about like traditional. Um, I know we've talked, you know, offset, but uh, talking about like being able to construct uh, like a traditional design with a modern twist. Are you finding now people are going like ultra modern or they're sticking with the white? I know there's a lot of two-tone going on. Yeah, so I would say that every development or every project is very different, um, and it's always catering to the end user, right? Um, so we talk about, you know, the name Modern Design Studio. Modern is, for us, our definition of modern is today's world. Um, it's not, you know, futuristic or tomorrow or anything like that. It's what is what are people doing today? Um, and today people are doing, you know, two-tone kitchens, they're doing white kitchens, they're doing, you know, blank canvas, like, you know, every single shade of white is, you know, preferred. <laughs> Doesn't matter what color white, as long as it's white, okay? Um, but that's really what we are doing now. And I think that the reason why Hamilton is so unique is because there are a lot of historic homes and there's so much history here that we want to salvage that you know we want to be a part of um you know taking on a project where it's a beautiful home built in the 1900s and we are creating it so that it's useful and purposeful in today's world yeah and then where are you finding um at what point do you usually find the design team that you guys have constructed kind of gets involved do you find people are like you know, a little bit too far ahead when they give you a call or they're too early. I mean, I guess too early is not, not really good yeah, for you. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, people are never too early to start planning. Um, yeah. And I say that all the time. Like you might not be ready for your home today or even your space or even your business. For example, us in this space, you know, we never thought that we would be, well, I mean, we didn't plan for anything, clearly. <laughs> we never thought that it would move so quickly. And I think that that's where um, changing the years to months. So instead of saying one year or three years, we're saying, you know, 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, you know, and then everyone's like, hold on, like that's like, now we're counting days, not years, right? Yeah. Um, so I would say that, you know, in a planning, in a planning process, um, there's never, it's never too early, you know, whether you are like, hey, you know what, I, I'm thinking of buying a house in five years. It's like, well, plan now, you know, like start planning and start planting those seeds because it takes time for those things to flourish and grow. Um, and there's always the time where, you know, it's, again, never too late, depending on what your budget is. Like, I mean, we can rip anything out. Um, but, you know, like at what stage is it like, oh my goodness, I should have hired a designer, you know? Um, and it's generally after the first project's done that they're like, hmm, you know what? Um, 
it could have been better, but I think that it's just, you know, in today's society with all of these, all of this information that's at everyone's like hand, you know, Google, HGTV, whatever it is, um, you know, literally go on Instagram and you're going to see like, you know, this beautiful um, renovation that's just done. It's like that knowledge is so accessible right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so therefore, when people have access to that type of knowledge, they think that, you know, it's very easy. Um, And again, like we say it all the time, like we're not, we're trying to be different in a world that's all the same. You know, like our industry is completely the same. Like, you know what I mean? So like we're trying to be different and unique, but we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. You know, we're just, we're trying to educate people when, it's a good time to hire a designer, you know, educate people when it's a good time to, you know, start planning for those things. And I think that with our network, um, it just makes things so much easier. Yeah. I remember, uh, when we met doing my, my house and Dow started off doing my kitchen and I was like, you know, she came up with a couple of designs and I, you know, I thought I had the design down. I, I didn't, uh, definitely. And then I remember being like, wow, this has been like a great process. Like, what else do you do? And then she started picking paint colors and tile and floor. And I was like blown away. And I think um, from personal experience, before you've had that, where you just go to Home Depot or you go to the tile store, you do it all yourself. You don't realize how important it is to tie all the elements together. Um, and in our industry, we see it all the time when people are piecing things together or they're not looking bigger in the big vision. So yeah, they have the information, but they don't know how to tie it together. And I think it's underrated in terms of a specialty for any industry, not design, whether it's plumbing, whether it's, um, you know, flooring, doesn't matter. But, uh, I mean, you can take a budget and, and do one thing with it or, you can do another thing. And I think, yeah. uh, you know, we've been in a couple of restaurants that you you guys have designed and, you know, the, the spaces, especially downtown. So coming on spaces and design and downtown, being from Hamilton, um, tell us a little bit about your upbringing in Hamilton and what your thoughts were on, like, you know, why'd you stay here? Why didn't you go to Toronto? Right. Um, and then after that, we're going to talk about your new space. Yeah, totally. Thank you. Um, So, I mean, I was born and raised in Hamilton. Um, You know, I actually grew up downtown Center Mall area, um, you know, right by the Iberwayne Stadium. So to see that area transform, I was like blown away. Um, And it was funny, too, because my father and my mother worked so hard getting us out of that area. And, you know, as we grew older, we're like, we're going to move back. And they're like, what in the world is your problem? (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) why? (laughs) So I thought that that was so it was just nice. And I think that another thing, too, is when you're growing up in an area where you can really see the way that people live and, you know, that they're able to sustain and, you know, just get through their day to day. Um, That for us, or for me anyways, was very inspiring. Um, And I say us because like my siblings are very similar to me too. Um, And we want to like move back downtown. We want to be like involved with the culture. And, you know, we understand that everyone has like their own day to day lives and everyone has their own problems and everyone has, you know, their own excitements. Um, But to be able to like have a neighbor who's completely different than you, it's like, Oh, yeah, cool. Wonderful, you know. Um, And I'm young and, you know, I'm single and, you know, I don't have kids or anything of that nature. So it's like, yeah, like I want to go outside and walk and talk and, you know, whatever and do the things that I did when I was younger as well. You know, like when I was younger, 
um, I would walk to the park and I would, you know, walk to like all different types of places. And, um, you know, I didn't know what being tired was. <laughs> I was literally like, oh, yeah, OK, it'll take me like three hours to get to your house on a bus and like, you know, maybe bike ride at the same time. Like, great, you know. Um, so that was the drive that I always had. Um, so being able to, you know, work in a town that still has that, um, you know, and not having to like shut it out and saying like, oh, you know, like we're trying to get away from that. It's like, I want to know why this is a thing. I want to know, you know, what people are going through and I want to know what their struggles are. Like, I want to know everyone's story. Um, you know, I just, I'm nosy. I'm curious. I just, I want to know. I don't know why I want to know. I just want to know. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, you, uh, so just a little bit of a history lesson guys. Um, so me and Dow actually moved up to Ancaster and split a space. So I'm on the, on the second floor of a building and, and she was on the main floor of a 5,000 square foot. So we did a whole build down here. Um, and then she's recently moved on down to, to, uh, to Lock Street. Um, to the old Naroma building. That's the way I tell it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's what it was known for for the last 10 years, right? So, I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what I classify by. But now, it's going to be called The Experience. Yes. Um, so, tell us a little bit about that and kind of what made you go downtown um, for all the viewers and listeners um, talking about kind of, you know, Lock Street just had construction. Um, you're, you <laughs> decided to open a space that was for meeting during COVID. Um, and yeah, just, uh, you know, how are you going to transform the street? Yeah, totally. Um, and it was funny. I'll, I'll go based off of what I just spoke about in terms of, you know, being involved in the culture and the diversity of what Hamilton is. Um, and it's funny, it was very similar experience. You know, we were downtown, we moved out of it, and we were downtown off of Herkimer. We moved to Ancaster, completely out of the downtown core, and realizing, like, you know what, I do want to walk to get a cup of coffee, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't want to be Can't in this, yeah, this corporate jungle. And so, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day for us, it was just a matter of building culture and diversity within our workspace um, and absolutely, you know, buying and purchasing and moving during COVID, that was a huge risk for us. But, you know, we calculated it out, you know, will we have, will we, will we be happier in that space? Absolutely, you know. Um, and I think that especially now too, um, with seeing the transformation of the space and being able to, you know, like being able to literally be your neighbor, um, <laughs> like that's fantastic, right? Like we're on Lock Street now where, you know, we have this beautiful space where we can invite people into where, you know, you can walk there if you want to, you can drive there, you know, it's a vibrant space. You're going to see it if you're on Lock Street. Um, and it's just really exciting for us. Um, and I mean, it's the best type of exposure without you know being so invasive and in your face um no offense like obviously i love your advertising but like it's just <laughs> i have a different type of advertising <laughs> my style and structure is a bit different um it's very but, dark yeah <laughs> for everyone who knows huh? yeah. um but with that being said um the experience studio for us is 
really a showroom um, so that for the design and construction side of things, when it's not being used as a showroom, it's actually an event space where we can um, have workshops, we can collaborate with other business owners um, who have a product and maybe not have an event space. Um, and with that being said, you know, that's really our contribution or being able to kind of say, hey, you know what, we have this cool space, you have a really cool product, like let's collaborate and do something cool together. Um, so with that being said, you know, we hired on an event manager um, and we have a whole team now to kind of just take on that side of things um, without stopping the design and construction, without, you know, saying or feeling as though we're all kind of being like pulled in so many different directions. Like at the end of the day, like I know what it feels like to wear so many different hats and I do not want anyone to like experience that, especially when they're working for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, uh, I've been fortunate enough to go down and see the the almost final touches of the space. So it's going to be a big uh, it's going to be a big deal for Hamilton. It's going to be one of a kind, that's for sure. And and uh, you know, we talk about people that are listening on the show. A lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of young, motivated people, whether they're in business or or working for somebody, but motivated. I think it's uh, it's interesting to see the risks that people are going to take uh, for different avenues of of their own you know, lifestyle, what they, you know, what their vision is and kind of making it come to life. So I think that's just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. We're super excited. Yeah. So um, when are you planning to launch that? Um, so we have, you know, the event manager was like, we got like two weeks time. Um, so, I mean, we have already started booking, um, you know, virtual tours and virtual events due to the fact that, you know, there's a pandemic that we're still in, which is fine. Um, It's cool. Um, But I mean, the first event that we would like to, you know, have in the space is literally as soon as everything's lifted. Um, So, I mean, we're ready to go and, you know, we're super pumped to kind of just you know, get people in the space, get people to start understanding what it is that we do. I know that there's always so many questions like, you know, like what's happening in there, but it's exciting to be able to like show you guys like, yeah, this is what's happening in here. (laughs) So what do you, I mean, being, um, being in the construction industry, a lot of the times in the designer's world, what's it like being the kind of the male uh, dominated industry? I mean, if you've been on site with Dow, it's not male dominated at all. Um, But, uh, but yeah, what's it like being uh, an interior designer that also knows construction? Um, So you're not getting things like, you know, put behind your head or something like that. Um, From an industry that's really like, you know, a, a strong female presence in terms of the design side is so important to, you know, a great outcome in terms of understanding construction with the design element. Yeah, so I mean, um, I think that the misconception of what interior design is, um, is that you actually have to learn and know so much of the technical side of things. And I think that, you know, when you're only on the computer or, you know, when you're only drafting and you're only like putting together things and, you know, assisting the business, um, at that point, you kind of forget what being on site is like, you know, and um, that was really what my passion was. Like, it was like, you know, anything that I could do and create with my hands, like I was all for it, you know, like <laughs> I would be the one on the tools. Like, I'd be like, oh, you can't do that. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I can figure it out. Like, we'll do it together, you know, like, and I think that that <laughs> was like, and I think that that was what was so um, different on all of the sites that I've been on is like, 
instead of me telling you know the the trades people and our team like what to do it'd be like I'll do it with you you know like oh like you don't want to stay late I mean I'll stay late with you you know like so um it was always so nice and I mean for me too it was always about like learning more and like just kind of being like that hub for everyone like we call ourselves the help because at the end of the day like we're here to help you we're here to help you like guide you through whatever it is you know if you're having um if you're having problems with like this particular faucet or something like that like how do we change it you know like how do we like you know there's things that are manufactured in ways that we don't know <laughs> like we just don't get it you know um and that's fine you know like that's that's what this industry is all about and it's about the challenges that happen and it's also about you know how we can as a team overcome it um so that was always the exciting thing for me like oh like I can stay on site with you and like you know just watch like oh this is so exciting it's like it's free education for me like I don't have to pay for this this is great so yeah. um so I mean I use it to my advantage now yeah for to sure. the point where it's like you know, um, it's really cool to be a woman in a male dominated industry, in my opinion, because I feel like I don't get screamed at like a male would, you know, <laughs> like, um, and I'm not saying that, you know, I couldn't take it. But I mean, I think that there's like that type of um, it's just a different type of presence. Like, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to get into a screaming match with another male, you know, on site. I'm, I'm just going to be like, OK, so, you know, like. So what's happening here, right? And like, and I think that that's where like the animosity is just, it's gone, you know? I yeah. don't, there's no t t testosterone in the room. It's like, okay, yep, mm-hmm, um, I put this on paper, but I don't know if it makes sense. But like, <laughs> if it doesn't, like, don't, like, just, we'll just fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think that it's actually quite nice. And um, I think that it takes time um, to build that respect as well. But at the same time, like, if you respect you know, the people who are on your site, the people who are a part of your team, the respect will be, you know, returned. Um, and I think that that's just like the biggest thing. Like, you know, if you're not doing anything to hurt anyone and your intentions are pure, then like the outcome is going to be just that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think um, being able to control the situation is every conversation, every situation usually involves two people. Right, so, right. Uh, you know, for, for anybody listening, being able to be in control of yourself usually is able to be in control of the conversation. Yeah. Um, you, you can't let things get out of hand. And, and they, especially when there's money involved and, you know, people's livelihoods or their space or their home, um, there's definitely some, some control issues that a lot of people come from. Oh, of course. Yeah. And we see it all the time too, right? We always say like, don't assume, just ask the question, yeah. you know, let's get to the bottom of things. And you know what? At the end of the day, like, you know, it's a learning journey. We're not perfect. We're all human. Um, and I think that it's just, you know, being able to say that and put that forward without being like, oh, well, you know, you don't know anything you're doing. It's like, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be spoken like that. Like, why would I speak to you like that? You know? Um, so I think that it's just like putting yourselves in the position where you can like feel and understand um, whoever it is you're talking to. Yeah, for sure. So we're getting to the point where, you know, you're, you're at a stage in your career as well as your business where you're, you're growing and you're expanding. And I think a lot of people find it hard to get out of the I do everything. Um, we call it in our industry getting off the tools. So right. as a business owner, you know, I have a, a good friend of mine that kind of supported me and pushed me saying, get off the tools. Why aren't you off the tools? And I think in business, that's one of the hardest things to do um, because that means letting go. So that also means you need someone else to be on the tools. So 
I've been like, you know, fortunate enough to experience how well you guys work as a team and how you've built your team. What were some of the struggles? Um, if you can kind of give the listeners some insight on building a team, because obviously when you started, it wasn't easy, but now you, you've got this team that really feeds off each other and very supportive and also allows you to grow and step off and, and look to work on the business. Um, because a lot of the times, you know, you'll, whether you read a book or you listen to a podcast, they're talking about working on the business, not in the business. Well, the business still needs to run. So who's working in the business um, at Modern Design Studio and how did you build that team? Yeah, so, um, you know, back in 2016 when I started, it was, oh, I was working on the business, in the business, you know, all hours of every single hour, like not business hours, right? Like I had no idea what um, a healthy balance lifestyle was. <laughs> Probably still don't know. <laughs> um, but with that being said, um, it took so much time and um, it took so much time and understanding of what the important aspects of the business were. Um, and it's always that pen to paper that's like, okay, you know, like let's take the the struggles that you're going through that are, you know, literally all crowding your mind onto paper and just saying like, okay, you know what, like in order for the business to still run and operate, can I give this task to someone else? You know, in order for, um, you know, drawings and things like that to still get done, can I give this task to someone else? You know, as I'm still operating and running at full speed. Um, of course, you know, everyone is going to have those problems where when they're hiring on new people that they have to like train them and guide them. And, you know, that was really hard for me because it was like, you know, that's time that I just didn't have at the time. Right. Um, and I know that at the time, like you pressured me so much, like, you know, get an assistant, like get some help. And I was just like, oh my goodness, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to like screw this up. Like I'd rather just do it myself and not sleep, you know, like ever. <laughs> um, so it was really nice, like adding on, you know, people as I, as I grew. And what was so beautiful about adding people on was that, you know, they believed in me and the vision and where I was going. Um, and that was like the support that I needed. And in my mind, and that's why I say like, we're the help because, you know, these people have helped me and the business grow and like the business wouldn't be where it's at today without them, you know, like, so 2016, we started, um, you know, I had one assistant who now, who is now our project manager. She's incredible. Um, and we have 12 staff today. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's four years, we're still going full force. Um, and it's just incredible to understand like when to let go. And of course, you know, the being an entrepreneur, it's so easy to micromanage and to just like, you know, are you doing the right job? And like, is it getting done? And like, you know, there are going to be times where you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh my God, I don't know if like I invoice that, you know? Like, so, <laughs> and that's just like human nature, right? Um, but I mean, growing to that extent, like, you know, and I'm super proud too, because like throughout the four years, I've only had two turnarounds, you know, there's only two people that have left and they left for great opportunities. Like I couldn't even be upset. Like I was literally like, I would love to do that too. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was like really amazing. And I think that it was just nice to be able to be that stepping stone for a lot of people to be like, you know what, like, I love this place. I, like, you know, could I come back if I needed to? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, we're here. We're like, you know, where to find us. So, I mean, it would be 
a lie for me to say like you know that it was so easy like it wasn't easy like I cried all the time like the <laughs> fact that I'm not crying right now is like very surprising to me. <laughs> um but yeah but like you know at the end of the day like you see the light at the end of the tunnel and if you believe in what you're doing like the people who are following you and supporting you will believe you too you know and I think that that's what's like like we are a team I'm only here because of them. Like, it's in absolutely incredible. That's amazing. And I think uh, for anybody listening in, in, and putting it into context is a 12-person business that's, you know, been able to, you know, get involved in the community. Um, you know, Dow and Modern Design have done a ton of giving back. Been involved with some of our stuff, been involved in their own stuff. Down with the Good Shepherd and, and, you know, being a light in the community to kind of showcase that with bigger teams and big opportunity, um, you can really kind of see how people develop, which is wild. Um, but yeah, just for anybody listening, talking about, you know, 2016, you know, four years ago. Um, and you think about kind of bridging that gap Well, you just have to start. So coming to that, you, you kind of just answered it, but what advice would you give to either your younger self in 2015, maybe, um, or that person that's looking to get into design and where to start? Yeah. So like, I just say like, just do it. Um, it sounds super like, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but literally if you have an idea or, you know, you want to do something or experience something, I, my biggest advice to anyone is to just do it. Because if you don't do it, you're going to put so many, like, limiting beliefs into your mind. You're going to give yourself every single excuse in the book why it couldn't happen. Um, but it's like, okay, well, you wanted to do it yesterday. But, like, today it's like, no, I'm not going to do it anymore because, like, I might get hurt. <laughs> um, so, like, literally, again, like, if it's not hurting anyone, if your purest intentions are there, you know, um, like if you know that there could be a possibility of it working, um, just do it, you know, like write it down, set your intentions, know where, you know, what your purpose is for doing that. Um, and I mean, the worst case scenario is that it fails and you know exactly what you don't want to do, you know, like you're like, oh, well, you know what, I tried that and it didn't go well and I'm definitely not going to do that again. Um, but if you don't try it and you don't do it right away, like, you know, it's only in your human nature. And then also when you start to talk to like the people around you, it's not the fact that they don't support you. It's the fact that like, you know, they're trying to look out for your best interest. So they're asking you these like challenging questions. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you know what? Like, I'm probably not going to do it, you know? So just do it. Like you have a great sign behind you, like get shit done. Like just do it, you know, like just <laughs> go and do it. Like just don't think of anything else. Don't get boggled down with like, you know, how it's going to get done. Like, you know, just just go and do it. That's my main 100% like, you know, pure, purest advice. It's amazing. I heard a, a great quote this week that I've stolen like immediately, which is, <laughs> which is don't fear fear. Um, and I think... Uh, and for anybody listening, we, we talk about looking back and reflecting a little bit. And so your hardest day that you've had to deal with yet that at the time or leading up to that time, you were never able to manage. And oh, my gosh. Well, the next day you, you, you came back, you figured it out, you got through it. So why not start pressuring yourself and putting that pressure on yourself to say, let's see what's next. Oh, wow. I'm scared of that. Or that's, that's fearful of me. Don't fear that fear. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like 
for anyone who knows me, like coming on this podcast was like completely <laughs> against my soul. I was like, oh my goodness, like I hate that. <laughs> um, but in my mind, I was like, just do it. Just, you know, like you're having a discussion with Dan for like 30 minutes. Like you talk to him all the time. So uh, for me, it was like, you know, I could have sat down and, you know, gave every single excuse why I couldn't do this podcast and just been like, you know what, Dan, like cancel, you know. Um, But at the same time, it's like, what is it that, you know, makes you fear, you know, going public or going live or like, you know, just talking and, you know, trying something out? Like, I think that that's really what is super exciting. And I mean, um, like this year and last year, we actually took in um, like a few interns and we're like, you know what, like come and give it a try and like tell us if you like it and, you know, whatever. And like that was just so nice. Like, I wish I had that opportunity too. And, you know, I mean, uh, now that again, like things are just it's all about opportunity now, you know? So like, if you go and you want to try something, like it's out there for you. Like if you don't know what Google is, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) We have bigger problems on our hands. (laughs) Amazing. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Dow. Thanks Um, for having me. Just, uh, if you have time guys, check around down on lock street, um, modern design studio. Also, they rebrand a little bit, Mod Does Stew. Um, so you can check out the experience, obviously, once COVID comes through. Um, but we always want to, you know, end the podcast with with thanking you guys for listening. Um, we're, we're up on YouTube now, which is, you know, anything you can do. Like or subscribe. Um, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear about what you'd want to see on the show. Um, and then f- finally, we always ask ourselves this question, why not me? Why not now? Um, there's always opportunities to grow and change and develop and, and take that risk. Don't fear fear. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you so much for being on the show, Dow. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.